1: Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration.
0: Well, thank you so much. Good evening, everyone. I am Sheba, I'm a part of Sheba Shares, which is affiliated with the Divas That Care Network. I have the awesome privilege and honor to have Mrs. Keyshawn in front of me to host our um, our event, our interview yes. um, as it relates to social wellness for, for women, women. yes mm-hmm. thank you i'm my tongue is getting tired okay we're
1: here support yeah. each
0: other <laughs> Yes. So, so, which is i mean i think that this is definitely timely right it's appropriate yeah. it's needed it's needed it's needed so yeah. this is a perfect platform to share this space just to share you know this is what we're here for to share your expertise to share your tips your guidance your advice so forth and so on and so, Ms. Keyshawn, tell us you know, a little bit about yourself.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Well, my name is Keyshawn. And um, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me here today. This is a great space. And I feel the energy. And I can't wait to share and talk with you. Um, about all kinds of things, right? So, we're going to try to stick to to social emotional health of women. Um, But I, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I'm a Brooklyn girl, woo-hoo. and woohoo, Brooklyn girls! <laughs> right. And I, yeah, I, I truly um, grew up in a diverse neighborhood, and. Currently, I, uh, by profession, I'm a leadership coach, trainer, and mental wellness advocate. And, uh, you know, I have my beautiful family, uh, my children, and my husband. And um, we are just moving along, especially in this time, trying to be there for each other in any way that we can.
0: Right. So, um... You mentioned what your current, you know, business and profession is. And so would you say that the cause that's near and dear is social mental wellness?
1: Yes, I I would definitely say that. I have really um, fell in love with mental wellness, particularly in women and women of color. Mm-hmm. I think first, let me define what I mean by social emotional health. I mean, women who are just thinking about how they regulate their own emotions, how they build relationships with other people, Mm -hmm. how they manage those emotions, especially in stressful times like (laughs) we're living in right now, Mm -hmm. Um, how they communicate, how they feel about themselves and just how they're able to manage from day to day. I know we were talking a little bit earlier about just managing and dealing with our own lives, but mental health, mental wellness doesn't just mean those buzzwords like self-care and lighting candles. Although we do that, although we take the bubble baths because we need them. Okay. We We need them. We need them. All right. So we don't exclude those kinds of things, but really taking care of our insides so that we can just be healthier, have healthier self-esteem, have confidence, just be able to say, this is how I'm feeling. And even if the other person doesn't acknowledge it, I'm still able to say it. I'm still able to be heard and I'm still able to move forward, regardless of what other people do. And I just think, well, mothers, well, women support well children, right? So if we're not well, if, if we're not filling ourselves up with the things that we need, uh, we can't do that for other people. And I, I, I'm I'm in education, so you know children are near and dear to me, but we know that children who uh, experience and see their parents going through certain things are going to experience or, or more likely to experience the same things and handle them the same way. So once we are well, we can just support our communities in a in a better way.
0: Wow, that that's so. That's so critical because, you know, uh, especially it seems like there's we go through these phases, right, of fads where, like you said, these buzzwords, oh, self-care and, you know, um, I put my, my, my incense or like you said, bubble baths and things like that. But what you're alluding to is that there's a deeper meaning behind, you know, some of these practices, if that if that so to speak. Right. Um, and there's like a there's a deeper impact um, and a deeper need honestly, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's so beyond just, you know, self-care is so beyond just like this surface. And also, if I could say it's beyond this fad, right? Or this. Yeah.
1: Time. It's not trending, right? It's not,
0: it's not trending. This yeah. is almost like a lifestyle. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lifestyle. Um, so that, wow, that's amazing. And of course, you know, we're both in education. So children, yes. definitely, you do see these, in some cases, they say like these uh generational you know things that exactly. pass down generations. and if you and exactly. sometimes you have to really, you know pay attention to these things because if you're not paying attention to it it can almost catch you by surprise yes <laughs> it
1: yes catch you by surprise because mm-hmm. when you say generational things um when they do studies and children are provided services in therapy or in school um, and for maybe anxiousness or anxiety, they usually uncover that the parents are experiencing the same things. And nine times out of 10, it's the women in their lives, their mothers who are experiencing it. And so when we look at our mental health and we look at our families and then extend that into our communities, how we manage things, how we handle things as women really echoes, right? It it reaches further than we can touch. And we want to make sure that doesn't mean we don't, you know, get upset about things. It doesn't mean we don't have problems. It doesn't mean we walk around like, you know, the flower girl who has the flowers in the basket throwing them (laughs) as we're walking, right? It doesn't mean any of that. It just means we've learned how to healthily manage it right? We don't suppress it. You had a bad day. You had a bad day, right? But what do I do with that energy? How do I build myself up after having so much on my shoulder all day long?
0: You know, that's, it's so funny that you mentioned that because I'm going to tell you a quick story. Uh-huh. So, um, my mother, she has this, uh, it's beyond fair. Whatever is it? Phobia is beyond fair of water, mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. It's like, You know, and um, so when I have a my older sister, one time you know our children, they're ready to go head first. (laughs) Like let's go. There's you know there's no there's no fear doesn't even exist with them. We you know you know like you said kind of put those feelings onto them. So she's ready to you know dive head first and having a great time. Unfortunately, you know she. Was about to drown, right? And so from that point forward, my mother made a decision that none of her children would ever go near water, out of this fear of them drowning. Yes. You know, to date, none of us like. I mean, I I have a fear of water and don't even know why. Like until I had right. to say, wait, wait, hold on. Like this is this is something that was given to me. I didn't, you know, accept it with a big red bow, it, like you said. But it was it was literally just given to me. Um, and I remember when I was in Costa Rica. We were uh, doing ziplining, and I I literally, yeah. saw, I literally saw my life flash because yeah. not only is she afraid of water, she's afraid of heights, right. you know. Mm. And so I'm thinking, I mean, I'm telling. It took them at least fifteen minutes to convince me. You know what broke, honestly, what broke this fear was yeah. when, just as you said, I thought about my son. And I was like, okay, even though he's not here with me present, but that is something about this energy. Like he doesn't yeah. have to be with me present because if I'm, like you said before, if it's going to be a lifestyle, it's not these isolated moments. Oh, when he sees yeah. me, let me act. Like, you know, night's camera, action. No, it's just the idea of him, even if he never knows, you know, like mommy was able to face this fear. And I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I swear, they looked at me like, what just happened? It's a tone to a different person. Yeah. I'm zipping. <laughs> yeah. And then the zip line, it was 11. So they said, now you're really crazy, but <laughs> I'm zipping like Tarzan on the- Girl. Yes. <laughs> that, people, that You know, and, and it was the funniest thing, but it was a wonderful experience. So much so that when I went to Haiti, I did it with no, no thought, just no
1: hesitation. No yeah. hesitation.
0: Buckle me up. And I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty in Haiti because you're over the water anyway but that's besides the point I was just you know but I was just using it as an example because it's so true it's so I wholeheartedly believe that children have no concept of fear it's something that we it's almost like we force onto them you know Mm -hmm. and um and, and, and in some ways it becomes limiting
1: yes you know, because it's- we create this blueprint. Right. We right. create um, this pathway to all the things that we have inside of us. Even after we give birth, there are still these pathways, these connections that we have with them on a daily basis. And I'm I'm so excited that you were able to say, look, I need to show and practice something different so that my son doesn't have these same you know, weights, you know, his blueprint is now going to change towards certain behaviors, right? Because you're now, you still may get a tingle inside, but you've made the decision to say, you know, I've, I've had enough <laughs> and I'm moving on, right? And that's, that's right. what he's now going to see and practice. And that's, what's amazing. We always have um, the option to change our minds, And the option to reflect that, that reflection, right. As a coach, I always tell um, people, humans reflect, you know, get quiet, take that time. And and you're going to notice so many things, just like, you know, you're making the connections here as we're talking, you're like, look, yeah, I had to make that decision,
0: yeah, you know, two of the things that come to mind as we're having this conversation is mindfulness and emotional intelligence.
1: Yes. So, yeah.
0: what, what is some, you know, share your thoughts about how that yeah. connects to social um, and emotional wellness?
1: Mm-hmm. So, one of the practices uh, that we discuss and and use when it comes to social emotional development is coping and managing and uh, we practice those things like mindfulness to help us just develop our own sense of confidence and strength when it comes to calming ourselves down or becoming more self-aware or really taking time to think about a situation before reacting. Um, It's about really saying to yourself, let me take care of myself. Let me take care of my thoughts because we always think taking care of ourselves is, is, you know, physical, but when it comes to really, we think something, then we react, right? So that thinking part really has to be nurtured and you really have to think about ways to just... Connect the mind and the body so they're in sync so that, you know, even when you're thinking certain thoughts, you can respond differently. Right. So it's just using those mindfulness strategies, but connecting your mind and your body so that your actions aren't just knee jerk reactions to situations or to what people say and do towards you and really just helping yourself. Uh, develop a sense of self, right? You learn so much about yourself when you learn new behaviors, you respond and you go, I didn't even know I had it in me to do that, <laughs> right? But that, oh, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're like, oh, that was good. <laughs> but it takes practice, you know? Right. And um, I have uh, a friend of mine who says, uh, she's a therapist and she always says, you know, I don't say practice makes perfect. I say practice makes improvement. And if you're always thinking about improvement, then you're not trying to reach a destination with whatever you're doing. You're just trying to constantly revisit what you're doing to make sure that it's right for you.
0: You know, that reminds me of um, something that I always mention in my coaching sessions as it relates to classroom mm-hmm. teachers especially as I know, like you said, we're, listen, we're talking about social emotional well. I would always remind them, right? As far as early, it's about the process. Like you said, it's not about that product, you know, and that's the society that we lived in is this product, 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 and people overlook, underestimate, you know, um, mm-hmm. sometimes disregard this whole process of evolving, you know, to self, greater self, better self, improved self. Um, mm-hmm. And this is not English listeners this is not english but i'm going to make this up okay go for because, it right, because oh and now it just slipped my mind oh wellness self
1: <laughs> i like there that you word. go <laughs>
0: just
1: no, grab but, that back
0: exactly i was like i don't know what that word means but no but seriously you know it's that it's, it's this process um and not necessarily the product. And every time that I've mentioned that in the sessions, it's, it's like this light bulb. It's like, you know what? You're right. I'm, you know, because it's almost like you're putting this this um, false expectation, right? Yeah. You know, um, you're expe- and, it's, and it's great to have expectation of people by all means, but, you know, it has to be appropriate, right? You know, it has to be appropriate. So that was very, very powerful, you know, what you said. So just mentioning, you know, as far as coaching, um. So tell me, expound more of what do you do? What services? You know, what do you, what do, you do?
1: Share with me. So through um, the educational leadership and coaching part of my business, I really work with a lot of educational organizations, school districts, um, principals. Uh, directors of programs, uh, other organizations who support um, our educational system, and I really help them to think about ways to improve how they work with adults, (laughs) right, and thinking about how their systems work together to not only improve performance, but relationships because relationships are the foundation of everything Mm -hmm. if we don't know how to get along if we don't know how to talk to each other if we don't even recognize when it's not okay to, to knock on the office door or go into the classroom or we have to be able to just build relationships that are strong amongst the adults Wherever we work, right? Even in our own homes, building those relationships are fundamental because without them, I don't really know you. I don't really know what to expect. And every day feels like I'm walking on eggshells. Mm -hmm. But if we have an understanding, right? We just met, but we have this this synergy, this understanding during this conversation. And it helps us to gain understanding about each other so that if we're ever working again, you're like, okay, yes. I I know know, something about her that will help me in this situation that we're in now. So we really start, um, no matter who it is, a leader, a a teacher, the, the school support services, whoever it is, we really work on building relationships and once we have that down or you know we, we're ready to move on i don't know if we ever get it down but it the the great thing is that we, we try to go further and understand everyone's needs because we if we don't know what's needed, everyone has different needs. So we try to support them uh, by looking at the individual needs or uh, the different pockets in the organization that really need support and, and work on the things that they want to work on. That's the beauty of coaching. You really get to lead your process. There's not many spaces where you you're the owner of your learning or your process. You talked a lot about, you know, process. So if I'm the owner of my process, then that really changes my trajectory. Right. Right. I don't have that person saying, hmm, you didn't do this or you didn't reach this level or you didn't attain that goal. No matter what you do, you're, you're going to be successful because you're going to, going to go through the process. So that that really encompasses everything that I do with educational leadership and coaching. And for mental wellness, it's really about helping This part of me really wanted to give back to my community. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to support in a different way, women and children in a different way. And I wanted to support them so that it it would be sustainable. And the elements of that is education. I have to know what mental health is. I have to know um, how, I can get it. Right. (laughs) I gotta know how I can get it. (laughs) I I really gotta know how to get it. And that's what a lot of people, um, that's, that keeps them from moving forward because I get all this understanding, this information, but what's the next, like what's holding me back. Right. Um, what are the barriers? And uh, usually, uh, with mental health, there's a stigma, especially in communities of color amongst African-American people. uh, There are certain stigmas that we have about getting help. And we only, we say, okay, I have my faith. I have my, you know, spirituality that's going to get me through. But They lack the understanding of what the root cause of their emotions are or their situations. So it's hard to take that next step. And that's what we do in our monthly forum calls. We really um, uh, think about how we connect the understanding to the steps and giving really practical strategies on how to do that.
0: Woo! (laughs) Woo! I know I, that is a lot to unpack. I mean, you know, mental wellness is, I, I, yeah, even as it relates to, you know, I was, cause I was, I was really reflecting on something that you said just over the course of um, a few weeks now, just mental health, health, sorry, mental wellness rather mm-hmm. um, like in faith-based settings right yeah. you know like and like you said is there's certain topics that i mean honest i consider myself to be a church girl to be honest with you yes my mother started going to church you know i mean when i was two you know so this two, is yes i mean um and like again just this you know this um influence if i can say for the lack of a better word just this is all you know if your mother only ate corn chances <laughs> are no seriously
1: you're gonna, eat, you're gonna
0: love corn corn I <laughs> Don't want to try broccoli no I don't like it but it's <laughs> not the fact that you don't like it you've never been exposed to it you yeah. know and so the same thing holds true to this 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 idea or this topic um as it relates to mental health and faith-based or churches you know faith-based um organizations and settings um it's almost like the elephant in the room to be honest yeah. with you because like you yeah. said well pray 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 you know <laughs> pray 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 pray, pray. Uh-huh. um but this there's, there's a practicality you know, that many people, um, overlook. Right. And so that, that, that's, that's great. That's yeah. Yeah. I just, like I said, it just, it was, it triggered something because I don't say trigger in a bad way. It literally was something I was thinking, I was just thinking about this because, um, I know a lot of people, especially now, and it's, I mean, multiplied since 2020,
1: because, you know, it's like,
0: there was there was something that I've heard many years ago that has changed my life. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, and I always repeat it um, in certain spaces. And I, for some reason, I feel like I should repeat it now. Um, yes. And it's the, what I've heard is that purpose, right, is not like this boom bang shang. Sh- you know, it's not like this outward explosive event that happens, right? Yes. What I heard is that purpose is fulfilling a need. Mm-hmm. To Sean, I'm t- no, I swear to you, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I've yeah. never heard that before in my life, mm-hmm. right? And so tying it back to you know the pandemic, as we all know, we I mean this is the world, it's like an epidemic that the world is, you know, faced. Um, so many people tapped into their purpose. Because yeah. this was a need, you know, like exactly. you. I and mean, even in relationships, like you mentioned before, relationships, marriage, yeah. you know, partnerships, you know, a lot of times people were not used to talking room. Just you know, sharing literally, even though we you know, we, we have this thing here, right? But yeah. just sharing the same space for more than five minutes. Listen, I'm brushing my teeth, I'll see you later. You know, so it forced to talk, (laughs) share space, you know, um, um, look at some of the things that you've overlooked in this, this passing, this living, Mm -hmm. you know, this living. Um, And so I've seen a lot of, I'm serious, I've seen a lot of people, you know, step into that. Uncharted territory, and in yes. some instances, really taking this um, healthy risk because some people are not comfortable having that conversation either, no. right? No. You know, so it is just, Hard. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's very, very challenging to have that that conversation because, especially as you mentioned before, in you know African American um, homes and families, you there's no such thing as weakness. Sister, you know exactly, there, there's no such thing as what are you talking about? You have anxiety, or what are you talking about? Exactly. You know, you know, break down, and what do you talk about? You know, you hear many young boys, right? Boys mm-hmm. don't cry, or exactly. you know, but, you know not to say that it doesn't happen in other cultures and things, right. out, you know, but. The truth of the matter is that, and and it's, it's as they say, the proof is in the pudding.
1: Exactly. <laughs> the proof is in the
0: pudding is that it happens more in these populations, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so yes. as I mentioned before, if you don't have an
1: outlet, then what? Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you don't have, if first, if you were never taught, right? If, if it's mm-hmm. not in, in your proximity, if it's not something that you see every day, you you don't know just like you said if i'm only giving corn don't don't veer from what i know and then expect me to embrace it right away and and that is the part that really people go oh you always saying time to reflect time to reflect yes because reflection allows us to become still and really think about right we we're in this space and you start reflecting about yeah. Why am I afraid of water? Yeah, I know. But now I need to make that connection. Why Why don't I do this in church or they don't do this in church? It gives us an opportunity to have a different perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. And it gives us a chance for thinking about things differently. Uh, uh, when you reflect, it's not about just thinking about how am I going to change? People think change is often taking away. Change can be adding too, right? Adding value. You don't have to take away when you're thinking about what to do next. It's what can I add? What what will make me feel better? What would get me to the place where um, I feel I need to be? And if I don't know where that place is, how do I begin to explore? Uh, You talk about purpose. And one of the things that came to me during this pandemic was what did I need? Right. Because it changes. It, it does. It's not constant. Right. It it changes and that's okay. It's supposed to, right. Once I got that concept down. Okay. <laughs> Change, right. you know, once Stop. I got Stop. that down. But it's constant and it's inevitable. So what did I need? And I I needed a space where I could share my fears, right? Where I can express how I felt, where I wouldn't feel um even reluctant to go full effect with it, right? Right. Even just just to say it's so hard sometimes for women to say, you know, I'm I I need a moment to breathe right? I need a moment for it to be quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, We're so busy and just trying to keep things together, to hold it all together, that we are doing, that we are moving. And it takes a toll on not only our mental health, but our physical health. And I needed a space, right? And out of that space came a purpose, Yes, we have lots of platforms, and I love it. And I engage in all of them, yes. as many as I can, anyway, because it helps me, right? Uh, and it it and we get to talk. The more you suppress and keep things in, you you don't find out what you need to find out about yourself. So out of that need came this purpose to create a safe space for women and women of color to just be themselves, to say, it's hard, this has happened to me. I don't wanna be like this anymore. I need help, I need support. And, and that may mean spiritual help. That, I, I might need to find God, right? I may need to just think about all of those things that are holding me back. And I may need someone to do that lovingly, right? And then I may need someone to say, "Uh uh-uh, uh, this this is what's happening," <laughs> okay. and I may not be able to help you here. But here are the resources, and I can get you to that next step if you want to go. So, um, that that word purpose. It's, it's really powerful because it wasn't a place that I needed to go. It wasn't a destination I needed to have. It wasn't just a word. So it's really important.
0: Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, as you know, coaches basically in, in our right, um, of course, as you mentioned before, goal setting, right? Yeah. Goal setting. Um, especially a lot of people do this at the beginning of um, the year. And we are not talking about that right now, (laughs) (laughs) right? But as it relates to goal setting, and I wanted to make sure that I, you know, ask this question. Um, So when discussing setting goals surrounding mental wellness or mental Mm -hmm. health, right? What are the five keys you want women or women of color, right? To Mm -hmm. get, what is the takeaway? I wanted to say, listeners you should be sitting down
1: <laughs> sit <laughs> down this is where you
0: pull out your pen or your tablet exactly or your iphone and you know this is this is the punchline. so this right. is what you want to make sure that you get right so what are the five um what are the five keys
1: yes so fasten your seat belts. let's go on this ride right yes. and right. i <laughs> I just want to emphasize that. um, So during, uh, I I wrote a a coaching workbook, a 10-day self-coaching guide workbook surrounding wellness. And we started with self-love because you don't need anyone or anything to help you with that goal, but yourself. And I emphasize in that workbook the five keys that you need to uh, reaching any goal, right? And the first one is to get grace and that's to really allow yourself to be yourself, not to have any pressure from anyone or anybody and to become more aware Uh, about the things that you want. We talked about that getting still, but really embracing yourself and thinking uh, about your own possibilities. What makes me unique, wonderful, and writing it down, right? So you can really see it on paper. And the, the next key is to get growth. You know, I can think I'm awesome. I can say I wanna do all these wonderful things, but I need to do something to help myself grow, right? I need, um, I've accepted myself by giving myself grace. I've done all the things that I needed to do, but do I need to take a class? Do I need to get more education? You know, everybody always saying, you know, just go for it, just do it. But there has to be some preparation in your process, right? It just doesn't happen overnight. And then we after you get growth, you, you got to move, right? Cause ideas are just that without movement. Wow. Ideas will stay in the graveyard, right? Um, Les Brown says the, the most wonderful ideas are, yeah. are in the graveyard. Oh, sorry. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Diggle Les Brown there. I'm so coming. just, just having movement Right, whatever that looks like to you. Yeah. And and I'm not talking about you gotta go fast or go slow. If you ever heard of the story of the tortoise and the hare, yeah. he, you know, the hare went to sleep. He was so, you know, full of himself, like, oh, I can get there, I'll do it, and I'll wake up and then it'll happen. And then when it doesn't go your way, you realize you need to go back. And the tortoise was all about the process. The tortoise said, I'm gonna stay focused. I don't care what people say, I don't care what they do. I'm I'm going to run my race and it it is going to be a finish line and I just want you to set a target. Don't worry about overachieving or underachieving. We set a target and we learn and we go through the process. So I I I know we always talk about work hard you'll you'll get there you'll do this but you know you got to build some self confidence. So you wow. got to get glad, right? You got to build your self-confidence. So I set my target. If if I didn't achieve it or I didn't hit the target, I still got going. I still had some growth. I had some movement towards the things that are really valuable to me. And I say to myself, and I learned to celebrate myself. Yeah. And I keep doing that, that practice, that practice. And once you do that you you say you know i'm ready to celebrate i'm ready to revel in all of my accomplishment i um hall uh the daytime talk show host she was like when i was pitching my show i decided that i'm going to boast i'm going to tell people about who i am and what i did and not in a way that puts anyone else down but not worry about other people's opinions of me and not downplay myself because it makes others feel good. And just giving and getting glory. You didn't do this alone, right? I don't care who you are, what you are, always, always. Revel and celebrate, you know, boast if you want to, but humble yourself, you know give and get glory, let someone else know, uh, show homage, right? Yes. To your ancestors, you're standing on somebody's back, yes. someone who came before you, acknowledge and recognize those things and those people. And with that, I'm sure you'll reach and do all the things that you want to do in your life.
0: Wow, that's absolutely Positively <laughs> <laughs> okay. wait super caliphragic
1: I was going <laughs> there too. She <laughs> I said let's go. Let's
0: go. Let's go. Let's no I'm kidding. I missed my opportunity when the spelling be no not. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Yeah. Wow. Well this, oh my goodness, talk about wealth right not yes. you know people think about wealth and you know money and riches and housing but this mm-hmm. is wealth right yes. because it is generational Exactly. <laughs> um, it, it it wow i wow i'm, I'm just like woo, <laughs> this was amazing amazing and this is just the tip of the iceberg so yes. i feel like you have to come back <laughs> i would love
1: to come back i You're would love it back.
0: You would have to come back. For- <laughs> you have to seriously. We'll have to set yes. time, and we'll do a part two for sure. Definitely, so Mrs. Keisha. Just tell us where can we find you, please. yes knocking on her door. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you
1: You can find me on Instagram at Keystone Training. You can find me on Facebook at keystonetraining.education. You can find me on my website at yourkeystonetraining.com. And you can go uh, to yourkeystonetraining.com slash wellness to download the 10-day self-coaching guide that will support you uh, initially with setting a goal surrounding self-love, but also um, any goal you want to reach and attain.
0: Wow. That is so amazing. Well, thank you. We're going to wrap it up, but you have to come back. Listen, I I
1: would love to.
0: I came back. (laughs) 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 But definitely, I mean, they would have you on every host, but no, but it was such a a privilege to share this time. Thank you so much for all the work that you're doing. As I said before, and I'm going to reiterate purpose is fulfilling a need. So every single day that you you know, you can provide a solution, right? Or an answer, you fulfill purpose. And so I'm hoping um, out of many of the things that were shared, you've gained many tips and tools, um, aha moments in some cases, mm-hmm. but then also just understanding, you know, purpose, right? And, yes. and just how that can happen every single day. So thank you so much again. So are the listeners, uh, please listen, you have to come back and listen to sheep. <laughs>
1: I will. I will share. It's my Um, pleasure.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So just make sure that you share the links and so that other people can gain this wealth. So to all our listeners, until next time, thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care.